episode 117 in the actors room. Welcome back everybody. My name's Jeff and this week we highlight Mr. Brad Pitt. He's sexy, right? Yeah, the hair, the face, the body. He has it all. Had, has, whatever. He's an actor and he's a producer. And I found out things about Brad I didn't know about. Things that really make me question who he is. I have a different take about Mr. Pitt than I did a week ago. And I know that's how my show goes. I really research these people, not only as actors, but as people. People. (laughs) They're people, just like you and me. Do you see Brad Pitt as a person or as a star? Because he is a star. A big star. We've known about Brad since the 90s. That's when he really broke out. So let's talk about his early life. We'll talk about the beginning of his career. And we'll talk about other aspects that you might find interesting. I know I did. Very interesting. Interesting indeed. So sit back, relax, grab that beverage. And if you cannot grab the beverage that you want, (laughs) just sit back and relax. I hope you enjoy the show. Mr. Brad Pitt is an interesting guy. Like I said, I was a bit taken aback by it. I think that uh, a lot of us out there, that we look at Brad and, and we see a pretty boy. Uh, who's a pretty good actor, does interesting films, good work. We like to watch him. He's fun to watch. Good looking. Fun. Interesting. Uh... Cliche, right, as far as stars go. Good-looking, handsome, has talent, It does well, makes great bank, lives in mansions, uh, was involved with Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie. He just has it all. Can do it all. Uh, this guy, he's got some layers and issues that you might find interesting. For this is the actor's room. We not only talk about their acting or whatever else they're doing artistically. I like to dive into their past. What are they all about? Where were they born? For Brad? It was Oklahoma. 1963. But not long after that, the family up and moved to Missouri. When Brad was pretty small. His mom and dad seemed to be good parents. Simple. Dad was in the trucking business. Was a manager. Worked his way up through the company. They had a good home life. The mom was loving. Pretty. I think Brad looks a lot like his mom. And Brad is the oldest of three kids. He has a younger brother. And a younger sister. 
he grew up in Missouri, so Brad says he grew up around a lot of lakes, rivers, did a lot of fishing. He owned a gun or was given a gun when he was five. His first 12 gauge at the age of six. So he shot things up, had fun, ran around, uh, explored caverns and caves. Brad grew up a Baptist. His uh, family was very religious. And Brad has said that he's gone back and forth through his entire life on his faith. He believes, he doesn't, he does, doesn't. And uh, I think he's caught in between of what he believes, what he doesn't. Um, Artists do this, I find. Um, They're sort of caught in between that because you're raised to believe in something. But to be a great artist, you have to expand your mind and think outside the box. And if you aren't doing that and you consider yourself an artist, uh, here's a shocker to you. You're not an artist. If you're closed off, you are just, you're, you're selling yourself short. Don't do that. Expand your mind in any way you can within reason, of course. But there's so much more out there. And there's a lot of things to read and experience and talk to people about. Have an open mind when you have a conversation. Brad Pitt does that. Uh, He allows other people's opinions to affect him. So he has gone back and forth in his life on faith. Brad had three interests as a kid. Girls, okay, sports, and guns. He liked to shoot things. That was just sort of his culture. Movies that he watched were Planet of the Apes. Uh, he explains that his mom would drop him off to, uh, at the theater. And they would have an apathon. So he'd be at the theater all day watching every single ape movie. I like him too. I was a big fan of the ape movies myself. Another thing that Brad and I have in common in our childhoods is that both of us loved Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. Brad felt that watching that film over and over was a a culture shock for him. Looking at the way that the family would talk to each other at the dinner table in the movie was fascinating to Brad. It was to me too. My family wasn't like that, as loud as they were. The Italians, how boisterous and loud they can be, how truthful they can be, honest, right? (laughs) Maybe sometimes a little too much. Uh, But, you know, Brad was uh, culturally fascinated with Saturday Night Fever. Me too. And I watch it often. There's something about that movie too. It's very raw, very real. And someone like Brad, who grew up in Missouri, a different sort of world, was sucked in to things that he didn't know about. And I love that too. There's a fascination with me that I am so intrigued with things that are Above my realm, uh, out of my reality, uh, things that as a child I would have never thought about. And as I'm getting older and studying other things, I find interesting. And although I would never participate in or be involved in, I still do find them fascinating. And Brad falls along the same lines. Uh, Brad was a good student in school. He showed up, he did the work, and he got decent grades. And of course, being a cute kid, he was popular. 
playing sports, golf, swimming, and tennis. I looked up his yearbooks in all of them, folks. Every single one of them, all four years, are on classmates.com. You can go on to classmates.com right now and look at Brad Pitt's yearbooks in high school. Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. He's all over them. He played sports. Uh, There's actually a page. I think it's junior year. He's modeling. So at a young age, Mr. Pitt knew he had what it took. Yeah. Being athletic, too, was a trait, a skill Brad had that he could use to his advantage. Athletes are limber with their bodies, uh, more free and are able to give a, a more physical performance. And although Brad at this time in high school wasn't really into theater, wasn't into acting, he had a confidence, I tell you. Oh boy. If there was one thing to know about Brad and <laughs> that I've done the research on, he's very confident. Look at the guy though. Um, he looks confident. Being as good looking as he is, a little easier. It doesn't necessarily mean you're happy. There's a difference between happiness and, say, cockiness. (laughs) Okay, but uh, artists and successful actors, you got to have cockiness to you. You need to, you know, reel it in from time to time to not piss people off and to keep working. But you got to be cocky. Brad was, uh, but he was a good guy, good kid, good friend. And because he did well in high school, he went to college. He decided on the university of Missouri, Mizzou, right? He was in a fraternity. The dude partied, had fun, dated a lot and got even more confident within his own skin. He did theater work at this time in the area. Community theater. He liked it. Uh, Didn't know that that would be his life at that time. But something he was interested in. In college, he studied journalism and advertising. And I find this part of Brad's life right here that I'm going to talk about to be um, difficult to understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. Because... He's two credits away from graduation. And this is college. Two freaking credits away. He decides to quit. Brad, why did you quit college with two credits to go? You spent all that time studying, being involved, going to class, just showing up, doing it. And you decide to just stop when you're going to finish. I mean... Brad was there. Brad was there. It would have got his college degree. But instead, he can't wait anymore. He had this feeling inside that he was meant for something big. He was fascinated with the fame of Hollywood. This is coming from Brad himself. He went out to Los Angeles in the early 80s to be famous. That was the, on the forefront of his mind. Fame and fortune. Brad made a hell of a choice here. Going out to Los Angeles to try to make it 
folks, is so fucking difficult. I can't even tell you how hard it is. Brad is among the very few who decided to move to LA to be a big star. The only exception is Brad actually did it. (laughs) That's the weird part. When you think about how many people on this planet at one moment in their life said, I'm moving to LA to be a star. And how many of them fell flat on their face, uh, got addicted to drugs, alcohol, and the like. And did not become a big star. I am sure it's in the millions that have said that. Brad was one of the select few that actually did it. So you're, you're thinking to yourself or asking yourself, how did he do it? You know, what's the secret? Is there a secret? Folks, I'm telling you right now, there isn't. There's not. There is no secret. Now, there are certain things you could do to help your percentages. Persistence. Dedication. Your looks. Your charm. The way you audition. How you can get an agent. When you get them and how they get them. Who do you know? Does your roommate know somebody? There are so many factors that play in by God. And then you have to be talented, of course. You have to be the person to sort of stick around. And not get frustrated after the 20th audition you get fucked over. Brad Pitt found success... Within a few years of his stay in L.A. And good for him, right? You're thinking to yourself, I've been in L.A. for 20 years and nothing's happening. That sucks. Not everybody reaches the status of a Brad Pitt, but it is possible. It's unlikely. Very. But Brad did it. And we're going to talk about, well, I think he did it. I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, Brad Pitt kissed a lot of ass. He, um, I I don't know how he did it. I think he just do. Kevin Spacey was good at it early in his career. Okay. And he's a phenomenal artist. Um, the people with dedication in getting a role, no matter how you get it was something I think Brad was good at. It helped that he was very attractive, yes, but there are a lot of attractive people out there. Okay, Brad isn't the only attractive man on earth. The only attractive model slash actor on the planet. There was something that Brad did. There was something that Brad was privy to in his early life in L.A. Okay, I don't know what it is. I, I don't. Uh... Could it be that he just happened to walk through the right door? That could be it. From what I gather, he was driving a limo, okay, as one of his jobs, driving strippers around. Okay. And during this job, one of the strippers was doing an acting class. Everybody in L.A. is an acting class, right? That doesn't make Brad Pitt special. He found an acting teacher. Big deal. Okay. It's the next steps in his life that I want to know about but can't find out. So I have to speculate. What is it that Brad did? Was it simply him nailing an audition and getting the role and staying as an actor? Meeting the right people? 
And I scratched my head going, that must be it. He happened, and this is what I think, he happened to come upon a group of people in the business that had connections that were able to sort of let Brad K get as many auditions as possible. I think that Brad auditioned a lot, friends, fellow actors and people listening to my show. Mr. Pitt found a way in the room. And once he got in the room, he showed him his charisma. He wanted to be an actor. I found that in his early work, no matter what role he got, He would find connections with other actors and other people on set. And I found that, I mean, here I am, 117 episodes into this show. And of course, not every episode is about actors or actresses. But through my my adventure, the course that I have been on, and trying to figure out these people, The business of Hollywood from Cleveland, Ohio. I was in the business for a very short time, but I'm trying to figure it out. And I figured out if there's one thing I have figured out for sure is that Hollywood is a very small place, a very small world. And if you can get in that little world, Okay, you can sustain a career. It's possible. It's it's more likely than not being in this little world. And some of you are saying, what does that mean? Little world, Hollywood, not just movies, but television, commercial work, anything that lands you money, notoriety. And fame. And the same names folks. Keep coming up. When I do research on these actors. The projects they do. And who they work with in the future. And the same names. Keep popping up. That is no coincidence. And it finally dawned on me. Doing Brad Pitt. This week. That that was the case. In the 80s and 90s. Was simply that. Once you broke into that little world. Realm. This little thing. It it, it seems like it's not that small. But it is. There are some actors that just. See what the business is all about. I think. And are turned off and go. Not for me. That was me. (laughs) Okay. And there are others that are just overwhelmed with the work and the rejection and are like, fuck this. And this, of course, I'm still talking about the people that get in to this little world. That doesn't count with all the other actors that aren't even invited into that little world. They're just outside it, trying to get inside that little bubble. All the thousands, hundreds of Thousands doing theater and, and that love to do theater, right? But long to be in film, making money, good luck. It's so hard. 
so hard. And Brad Pitt got in. That's what I'm saying. Within a few years of his stay in Hollywood, in L.A., he's getting movie roles. Now they're not big, but he's getting there. His first one was Hunk in 1987. The movie Hunk. I like this movie. I remember watching it in the 80s. That was his first movie. He's an extra, but... It's a movie of note. People know about it. Not everybody. Hunk, not everybody. It's a silly film. But I liked it as a kid. A cheesy 80s movie. It's right up my alley. Okay. Uh, he appears on Another World. Soap Opera. 1987. The film No Way Out. With Kevin Costner. How is it? Okay, This is what I'm talking about. How is it his first few projects? Aren't some short films... Okay, uh, cheesy films like B-movies. I mean, Nicholson started out doing that. I think Pacino did too. Even De Niro started off doing cheesy, crappy movies in the 70s, 60s and 70s. Mr. Pitt here is in, okay, Hunk is not going to be winning any awards, but No Way Out with Kevin Costner, really? Not bad. Next project, Less Than Zero with Robert Downey Jr. I'm assuming that Brad has a pretty good agent. Okay. Gets a nice break appearing in several episodes of Dallas. Remember that show? Anybody that was alive in the 80s, Dallas was the biggest primetime television show on the planet. Uh, There were people that didn't miss Dallas. I think it was Friday nights or Saturday nights. Might have been Saturday nights on your local provider. Well, Mr. Pitt was in several episodes playing a boyfriend of one of the daughters. And he was okay. But he got Dallas. These are not rinky-dinky projects here, folks. (laughs) It's so weird. Why am I so suspicious of Mr. Pitt? I just, damn, doing my research on him, I don't know. There's something like, (laughs) he's a fascinating character. That's all I'm going to say is we continue on talking about this actor. Because his next project is 21 Jump Street with Johnny Depp. See what I'm talking about here? Are you catching on to my riff? Then his first starring role. Of course, it was just about to happen, folks. He was definitely... Going in the right direction. (laughs) Gets his first starring role. The movie was called The Dark Side of the Sun in 1988. In Yugoslavia. The movie was... uh, You could tell. It took about two weeks to make. Not much preparation. He plays a kid that is allergic to the sun. They have him in this getup. Where he's completely covered in leather. Kind of creepy. And then his character decides, fuck it, I want to live my life. Rips off the leather and starts walking around like a normal human being. The acting is very subpar. The movie's very subpar. But I want to mention that in the movie, his co-star, her name is Cheryl Pollock. And she will be in other projects with Pitt in the beginning of their careers. More proof that she... Got into the little world, the little ball of Hollywood. And she recycled around, around, and around projects just like Mr. Pitt. I'm on to something here. (laughs) Because Cheryl Pollock will also appear in 21 Jump Street. 
head of the class, and 30-something with Pitt. He gets a part on Growing Pains next. Of course he does. Then a bad movie called Cutting Class. I watched it. On a scale of 1 to 10, a strong 3. But there's important things that happen to Brad on set. Number one, (laughs) producer Rudy Cohen didn't like Brad. Didn't want him. It was the director of this film that convinced the producer, you're going to want this kid because he's very attractive and women love him. (laughs) That's a true story. While on break between scenes of this film, Brad will flash a passing car. And flashing means he pulled down his pants to show his true self to passerbys going on their way to church. Don't know if they were on their way to church. That has not been confirmed. The people in the car were so upset by it that they turned their fucking asses around, confronted Pitt, and then went to the authorities. Pitt was questioned about his genital showage towards the car. Not just the car, but the people inside it. Oh, Brad, do you really have to do these things? Uh, The maturity level, way up there. (laughs) Way up there. But, you know, he's having fun, right? Well, it shows a little side of Brad, right? He's young, right? Early 20s. Okay. I guess we can excuse it. But I'm not. Folks, he's not, it's not like he's a teenager or 12 years old. Okay, you shouldn't be showing your junk to cars passing by. I hope he got in trouble for that. But because he's really good looking, I doubt it. <laughs> so true. So freaking true. <clears throat> and I think that's why a lot of people have disdain and jealousy over good looking people. Because... They get away with certain things. They do. Guy, come on. Of course they do. Okay, another thing that happened on the set of this film is his co-star. And her name is Jill Sholin. Jill and Brad got hot and heavy, folks. Hot and heavy. So hot and heavy. They got engaged. Brad got engaged to Jill. Right after filming. They were engaged for a very short period of time. What happened was. Jill. Got a project overseas. Spent some time overseas. Brad got frustrated. Missed Jill. Wanted to go visit her. And he did. He hopped on a plane and went. I think it was somewhere in Europe. He shows up. And talks to Jill. And Jill has fallen in love with another co-star. She likes falling in love with co-stars. But so does Brad. Brad was so crushed by this breaking of engagement. He was going to marry this girl. He got himself uh, a bottle. (laughs) Pack of smokes. Set his ass down on a bench in the middle of nowhere. In I think it was France. And spent the night. Drunken stupor. Talking to a French bum who did not understand English. Great story. Okay, next project. Uh, Brad is rolling along, flashing people, getting engaged. 
Okay, pissing off producers. He's, you know, he's being your typical A1 star in the making. He's got what it takes. I'm being sarcastic right now. Okay, I like Brad Pitt. I do. Uh, I respect bad Brad Pitt a lot. I, I call them bad. Bad Pitt. Bad Pitt. You know, sometimes he's bad, though. <laughs> sometimes he's bad. His next movie is Too Young to Die in 1990. This is actually a pretty decent film. Watched it recently. It's based on a true story. And Pitt plays a street hustler. A low-down piece of shit. And he's actually pretty good at it. I liked him in this movie. And he acts very well. Uh, He did homework. could tell. He looks dirty. He appears dirty. And he is dirty. Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. All right, I kind of talk fast sometimes, so that's why I repeat myself. So you get it. She has a famous dad, or had a famous dad. His name is Jeffrey Lewis. So she is uh, an example of a child actress, sort of brought up in the business. And she stars in this film with Brad Pitt. She plays the main character, based on a true story. And her and Brad have a relationship, or start one with this movie. I want to note though. Juliette Lewis doing this movie. She's about 16 years old. Brad Pitt is 26. You heard me. My daughter. Madeline is 17. And if I found out. She was dating a 27 year old. I would cut that relationship off. Immediately. Number one. She still lives under my roof. So I have a say. Juliet was 16 and Brad was 26. I'm sure her dad, Jeff, did he know about this? I mean, <laughs> did he know his 16 year old daughter is dating a 26 year old? It's got to be illegal. Is it? I, I don't like it. Do you, how do you feel about that? A 16 year old dating a 26 year old. Now, Juliet Lewis being brought up the way she was, maybe she was just mature. Maybe she was 16 going on 25. Maybe. But she's still 16. Did Brad do this to propel his career? Is it as simple as that? Now, Juliet Lewis is attractive. She is. She's not my bag, but she's attractive. She's, she was cute. Brad probably thought she was cute, but she's 16. So this was a bit of research I did. I didn't like. I didn't like it. Do you like it? How do you feel about it? Do you think differently of Brad dating a young girl? Because that's what he did. They had a relationship for about three years. This was no uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They were involved for three years. So that tells me they had a relationship. I don't know what it was based on. What does a 26-year-old have to say to a 16-year-old? What's the conversation like? You could tell in the tone of my voice. I was very squeamish about finding this out. Because I like Brad Pitt a lot. I like his acting. And I get a certain sense of people. uh, And I get like a good vibe from them just... 
by watching them on screen, which is ridiculous because you don't know them at all. I don't know Brad Pitt at all. <laughs> okay. Not at all. I have a friend in Los Angeles. I asked him and he meets a lot of people in the business. And I asked him, have you met Brad? And he said, no, I've not met Brad. I wanted a little insight, somebody that knows him. And I don't. I wish I did. Next film up is called Across the Tracks in 19... I don't have a year. but I believe it's the early 90s because I remember watching this movie when it came out. And I remember Brad because he looked like one of my friends. And I was like, man, that's weird. But I like the actor. I like the character. He plays alongside Ricky Schroeder. From Silver Spoon's fame. (laughs) And I want to bring this up. Which I found just interesting. And of course relating to my theme in the show. The smallness of Hollywood. Okay, Ricky Schroeder, his co-star, right? Was in a film, his very first one. Called The Champ. In 1970, I think. Ricky Schroeder was seven. The Champ. And who does he star with in that movie? John Voight. And who's John Voight? Well, John Voight is the dad of Angelina Jolie, who will eventually marry Pitt. So in Across the Tracks, little did Brad know, he's jogging alongside and acting alongside someone that worked with the dad of his future wife. Did that make sense? It did? You might want to play that back. But... My mind just it, it explodes sometimes Little explosions in my mind go off Boom, 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 boom How small the world of Hollywood really is It's tiny Ricky Schroeder did a movie in 1970 with John Voight Okay Many years later he's doing a film with a kid named Brad Pitt Okay Who's going to marry his daughter in the future John Voight that is Angelina Jolie. I can only imagine these big actors when they get together, okay, and some of them do. They hang out because they're in this little world. And like those are the only people they can really trust. I wonder what it's like when they get together and just hang out. The stories they have. Like Brad Pitt. I'm sure he's got great fucking stories, man. The people he's worked with, the people he's known. The stories that they have, the interactions, their experiences together, auditioning and being in the film. And then talking about the weird coincidences that go on with these people. And are they really surprised by it? Knowing how things really go behind the scenes. The things I'm fascinated with. Are you? I am. That's why I do this show. I want to find out little juicy tidbits of information. Stuff that uh, people might know about, okay, or interested in, it might be real. Behind the curtain stuff, that's what I enjoy. But this is the actor's room. And we got to talk about Brad Pitt's acting in Across the Tracks, right? Across the Tracks with Rick Schroeder. His acting is good. And when you watch his earlier stuff up into 
this point in his career across the tracks. You could see him growing. He gets a little more comfy and playful. I love that. I love sort of mapping actors' careers. And when it's available to view, Brad Pitt in his first role up into across the the tracks, you can see him grow, get more confident. And that's the way acting should be. Is you get work, you keep on working, and you mold your craft. Uh, Not everybody can be Edward Norton. Okay, he's a rare case. Another actor I can't wait to talk about. Edward Norton came in just blazing away with his performance in Primal Fear. Uh, Not too many actors can do that. Okay, Brad Pitt had to grow into his skin as an actor. And you see it in Across the Tracks. Then something cool happens. Brad Pitt gets involved with a sitcom. I love sitcoms, and I got to tell you, if I ever became a successful actor in my other reality, you know, if I would have stuck with it, I would have just been thrilled. Absolutely thrilled, tickled, woohoo, whatever, to be in a successful sitcom. To sort of be that character for a long period of time, being comfortable in that character, making good money, being in a successful show on TV. That would have been my dream. Oh, Film would have been cool too, but sitcoms, uh, television work, I think would have been right up my alley. And Brad Pitt tried it with a, a show called Glory Days. And do I have a year? Uh, early 90s. Okay. Early 90s, Glory Days. It was canceled halfway through its run. It got past the pilot episode, was put on the air. There were commercials highlighting this new show. Uh, and it had a chance. And I think it was only, what, six episodes? Or eight. Six or eight episodes done. Halfway through it, canceled. Ouch. He tried it. It looked like a good show. I've seen clips of it. I watched them. It looked pretty good. I don't... How hard it is to have a successful sitcom. Almost as impossible as being a successful actor. (laughs) Okay, reiterating my theme of the show. In Glory Days, Brad Pitt will co-star with an actor called Evan. Okay? He was in a film called My Best Friend is a Vampire. Evan. And I want to get a last name here. Evan. Evan, Evan, Evan. Hold up. Hold up. Murand. Evan Murand. We'll say Murand. He's not a big star. But he was in a shitty movie called My Best Friend is a Vampire. I watched that when I was a kid. And I found it on Netflix, I think, a few weeks ago. And I nearly had an orgasm. I haven't seen it since I was 10, I don't know, 11, 12. And I remember loving it. It's a bad movie. It's got a couple of interesting, sweet little moments. Okay. But this Evan Moran kid was in that movie. And I remember that actor in the movie. And I thought he was a really good actor. So years to come, he's in a sitcom with Brad Pitt called Glory Days. Okay. Okay. So what's your point, Jeff? Oh, gee, I don't know. In that My Best Friend is a Vampire movie that Evan was in, Cheryl Pollock was in it too. 
Well, who's Cheryl Pollock? I mentioned her about 20 minutes ago because she was in a movie a few years before with Brad called, what was that one? The one that he had a skin disease. The coincidences are weird, folks. Did, did, what? <laughs> and then, you know, Brad works with her again in other projects and then works with Evan. And then Evan will go on to be in Seven and Fight Club. Folks, I can't make this shit up. I swear to God. This shit cannot be made up. That's how small it is. Have I made my point yet? Can I move on? Can I please move on? In the actor's room. The actor's room wants to move on. But a note here I have is. Brad's looks. Okay. His looks are becoming very evident. At this time. He was always attractive. Yes. But now is really blossoming. Into an upper tier. Pretty boy actor. His next project. Will change his life. Thelma and Louise. It wasn't an easy role for Pitt to get. There were two other actors that they wanted first, and Brad was third on the list. Hey, three, two, five, eleven, eighteen, doesn't fucking matter. He got the role. Shirtless, <laughs> with cowboy hat flailing around in cute little boots. The women drooled, swooned. And, oh, just wanted this actor. Who is this guy? This cutie, pretty boy, cowboy. Brad also explains that he knew Brandon Lee back in the day. Small Hollywood, again. And says that he remembers hanging out with Brandon Lee often. And uh, the last time he hung out with him, him and Brandon Lee got drunk. Uh, we're up until six in the morning just talking and Pitt remembers Brandon being concerned that he was going to die young like his father. I find that stuff so creepy and I hear stuff like that. And of course, Brandon Lee ended up dying at a young age on set of a movie. It's such a sad story. And what a career that Mr. Brandon Lee would have had. It just wasn't meant to be. It's so sad. A good-looking guy, too. Then comes Johnny Swade in 1991. Uh, the success of Thelma and Louise will now get him better auditions for films. Bigger films. Uh, he lands this one. And once again, the producer doesn't want Pitt. He wanted Timothy Hutton instead. And once again, the director has to sort of urge on the producer to accept Pitt. And... He does eventually, of course. And what the hell is going on? <laughs> Nick Cave is in this. Nick Cave. He will go on to compose The Assassination of Jesse James and War Machine. Two future pit films. Connections in the business, folks. Uh, do you remember Cool World with Brad Pitt? That was a bad movie. I tried watching it last night. <sighs> Weird, too. Kind of. Really, just. <laughs> it's an animation mixed with real-life film like Roger the Rabbit. Yeah, nice try. A horrible movie. We're moving on. Then a little film called The River Runs Through It in 1992 happened. 
This is a film, in my opinion, that people in the business stood up and took notice of Brad Pitt's talent. He does some excellent acting in this movie. Brad Pitt would disagree, though. Not very fond of his performance. And I say, Brad, what the hell are you talking about? Bro, you nailed that character. Uh, Robert Redford knew it. The guy who hired you. And the people on set knew it, too. Uh, I watch this movie once a year. I love Tom Skerritt, who's also in this movie. Craig Sheffer did a fine job. I mean, this movie was well done. Robert Redford film. Brad Pitt shines in this movie and proves to me in this performance he's special because not only is he very attractive, but he can act and he's fun to watch. He does things in this film that are fun. You can tell he's having fun doing it. Uh, It's a dangerous combination of lethal success. (laughs) He's releasing something. Uh, that he can't even explain. Okay, Even Brad himself probably can't even explain it. Uh, but uh, he uh, showed and shined in this performance. A river runs through it. If you've never seen it, treat yourself. It's not only a good performance by Pitt, a great performance by Pitt, but it's a really good movie. It's a fly fishing movie, but there's more to it than that. I think this is impressive that I found out. Brad Pitt auditioned with a lot of other actors for this role. He beat out a lot of actors. One of them being River Phoenix. Brad Pitt beat out River Phoenix for this movie. That's noteworthy. Um, How did River Phoenix not get this movie? He was in the middle of his soaring success, Brad Pitt really wasn't just yet. He was on his way. But River Phoenix was already, like, ready to go. He was, River Phoenix was nailing scenes, roles, movies, productions. Plus, his name is River. Uh, The movie's called A River Runs Through It. How did that happen? I don't know. I wish I knew what happened that River didn't get it. Brad Pitt got it instead. But the thing is, Brad Pitt's first audition was bad. Pitt knew it and decided to make a tape of him doing the same character, but with a different scene, sent it to Redford with a bow on it. And Redford loved it. He loved it so much. He reconsidered Pitt and then ultimately hired him. I love hearing stories like that. It goes to show you Brad Pitt faced with a shitty audition Still didn't stop him. It was go baby go. (laughs) Okay. Brad Pitt had a drive. Drive. There are other actors. Go into an audition. Give a shitty reading. Walk out the door and go. Well. Didn't get that one. (laughs) Moving on to the next one. Were there other actors like Pitt who go, fuck, man, I, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I blew that scene. That was horrible. I'm going to go tomorrow. I'm going to buy a videotape. I'm going to tape myself doing the scene. Do it right. I'm going to fucking nail it. And I'm going to send it to Robert. 
with a bow on it and say, Rob, I'm better than what I told you and did a week ago. And wouldn't you know, he's going to hire me. And he did. And that is how we're going to end part one of a two-part series on Brad Pitt. I hope everybody out there is doing good. First part of Brad Pitt is done. Do you feel differently about Brad Pitt yet? (laughs) Because you're going to feel something else in the next episode. Revealing more things about Mr. Pitt. And what a name. Pitt. He could pull it off because of the way he looks. (laughs) The guy still looks pretty good. For as much smoking and drinking, we'll get into that later, he will do in his life. He still looks pretty good. He's fit. And he's wrinkling up. He's in his 50s. But he's damn sexy. His hair still looks good. You know, someone that makes the, the money that he makes, he could buy Rogaine. I get it. But, I mean, I, I like Brad Pitt as an actor. I always did. And his success, I smile on because I could see he's one of those actors that really does enjoy what they're doing. And he seems to be a good guy on set. Um, there might be a few things here and there that m- might piss people off about him. Um, and I'm trying to dive more into his personality. And it's kind of hard to do. I think he's a tough nut to crack. Uh, there's more to Brad Pitt than you can ever ever imagine this guy's got a lot going on inside and it might be a reason why or the reason why he gives really good performances and we'll talk more about him next week so sit tight actors room with jeff tarowski is back the episodes are coming they're coming every week now i like to get back to that and if i can't do it every week It'll be bi-weekly. We're going to get to that point where no more shows to take a month or two to come out. That's ridiculous. Uh, shame on me for doing that. I've just been uninspired. I had uh, a listener reach out to me recently said, you know, I went through the same thing. I, I was uninspired. It just happens. You know, you, you always come back though. That's what artists do. You get frustrated sometimes, but they always come back, baby. We can't help it. It's our blood. We miss it. We miss whatever we're doing. We try to make it better. Uh, Whatever you're doing, okay? You always strive to better yourself at doing it. That's just human nature. You don't want to stay flatlined with whatever you're doing. We always want to say... You know, this project was better than the last. I'm learning something. Getting better at it. So is life, right? So I hope all of you out there are having a great day. I hope your life is happy. Or on its way to being happy. If you're in a rut, okay? It happens. You have to dig deep sometimes. Find something that makes you happy and force yourself to do it. Sometimes you're so down, you're like, I don't want to do that. I, I love to do it, but I'm just so, <laughs> I don't even want to do that. Uh, you know, uh, push your way through the bullshit. There's so much 
bullshit out there. The people that turn you off, right? Those people. They're so negative. They bring you down. Ah, oh, but you know what? You can take what they give you and it, whatever that energy is that they're 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 giving you, you know, turn it around. Make that inspire you in another way. I know, right? You got to take the crap and put a positive spin on it. It's hard to do, but essential in being happy in life. May art be a part of your life. Tune in next week for part two of Brad Pitt. Hope you learned something. If not, I hope you're entertained. And if not, I hope that you don't hate me, at least. Hey, hey, (laughs) whatever it takes for you to listen to the next episode, please do it. Subscribe to the show, donate to the show, support the show. My voice is going. You can tell I'm not supporting my vocal cords. Uh, May God bless you. Have a good one.